This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian is at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. On Tiwi. It's brought to you by Security Dodge. Go see Michelle Scalise. And- Come get some. Yeah. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. I fight a battle with the man in the mirror every day, and I lose. Strong. I'd like to say good evening to Michael. Sad. Peter Sad, Cameron. I say. I'd like to say good evening to Don. You're mentally ill, Michael. And to Don. I didn't take care of myself. I was eating Hershey bars two at a time. I didn't comb my hair. I shopped at Caldors. <laughs> I wore white socks constantly. These were poor decisions. It was a great start to the show. If you miss the first hour, you miss a lot. It was one of the greatest hours in the history of the show. I'm ready to say that. It's been a tremendous show. Uh, We said, uh, let's say good evening to Don. Everything turned around for me when he turned me on the boxer briefs. And lastly, good evening to myself. Many people's mommies like him more than daddy. (laughs) Where's that from? (laughs) it It was... Paul Rudd, Charlie saying, oh, yeah, yeah. that's the guy mommy likes more than daddy. But you, can I hear it again? You remove the context. Many people's mommies like him more than daddy. It just it doesn't make any sense. Does your wife like Paul Rudd? I don't see. I, I, I'm, sure, I, I'm sure she loves Paul Rudd, the actor. I don't know if she would have. Let me ask. Not the man. Like, I know she'd see him and be like, I love Paul. I love him. He's great. I don't think she'd be like. Can I join? You know, I think my, she might. Many women just have a blind spot for Paul. I don't know. My, my wife's number one crush when she was young was Joel Santana. It's just a far cry from Paul Rudd. Jacob, I don't you don't know who that is. Who's Joel Santana? Oh, oh see, man. He's a, he's a rapper in Dipset. I often get confused with him. Do you really? Oh yeah. Oh well, let me let me keep Natalie away from you. Wow. I, inter- I I introduced her to Jewel. She said she couldn't look him in the eyes. Really? She looked. Oh yeah. She loved Jewels. Loved him. But my point is this though: different sort of swag than Paul Rudd is what I'm saying. But like I just Jewel? asked. She said she. Do you like Paul Rudd? Do you find him handsome? We're gonna get an answer right now. Oh, she said since Clueless, all the way back. 95. So she's got a very, very diverse uh, palette. Yeah, because you're nothing like Paul Rudd. And you're nothing like Jewel's. Holy crap. I mean, I'm, I'm nothing like Paul Rudd. We both have a great head of hair. <clears throat> Funny. Is he Jewish? Yes. Huh? See? Dark hair when I had hair. There's something. But there. he still has hair. Right. And sure, he's older you than you. Oh, well, Yeah. Yep, sure. He's a little richer. Better looking in the face. There's no question. I'm not going to well, say that. I mean, so where, where, do you, where are you equal to him? She said he's cool, has potential, depending on his personality. Yeah, because women look at things differently, Michael. They're, I guess. They're, they're, they're I mean, attracted look, look, to personality Jody me. and sense of humor. Yeah, Jody married me. That's all you need to know. Women are not shallow like men. It's a, it's, they're, they're, they have different versions of shallow. Ours is like the most shallow version of shallow. 
Like women are shallow and men are shallow, but our shallow is even more shallow. You see what I'm saying, Don? You sound like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I'm very, very deep. Very, very deep. All right, guys. Let's get into it. Um, before we get to you, we're going we're gonna to catch you everything that's been happening in Vegas, all right? Because I went to Vegas earlier this morning, got back this afternoon. I listened to Goodell speak, heard Mahomes, heard Reed. Then I hopped on the first thing smoking to make it back for ENN. So I'm going to catch nice. you guys up. Um, we didn't really spend any time yesterday. We said we were going to, but I'm a hack. And we didn't really spend any time on the World Cup final coming to MetLife Stadium. Um, two things. One, would either of you consider attending? Two, uh, excited about the fact that this will lead to a grass field, at least for some period of time at MetLife. I would attend because I'm an event guy. I don't know if this means that there's going to be grass permanently. No. What? So they'll just bring in the grass yeah. and get rid of it? Mm-hmm. But isn't the pitch different than your normal football field grass? It's a great question. So the fact that they're going to grass, it's soccer grass. I don't think they would use that grass. So why would they all of a sudden get the idea to change it to grass if they can't use that field? I do have a question for you, Peter. Go ahead. They chose MetLife over Jerry World and SoFi Stadium, which are two of the greatest stadiums in the world. They chose MetLife. It had to be because of the diverse... Um, population in New well, York yeah. and New Jersey. They want to get New York involved in the well, I mean, how about area. LA? That is. It has nothing to do. But, I mean, they're all hosting games. Well, so, uh, why would you give the championship to MetLife, which is, of well, those three, the worst one? I think what you just said, though. It's, it's, it's such a diverse population. But so is it. It's, LA's a diverse population. I don't population. think it's as diverse as New York. And, okay, and, here's another thing. Both and of closer, those teams are much bigger than MetLife. You get over 100,000 at Jerry World. For uh, soccer, yeah, you think you do a hundred thousand for soccer? Yeah, I yeah, because they so. have they have seats, rows of seats that come out. Like if if there's ten seats, they they have a lot of room. They'll put in another row that has fifteen, and they'll just make them smaller seats. I, I they did I that just for think, the final four. How about this, Michael? Let me throw this in. Closer trip to Europe mm. by 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 a wide margin. If you want to get people coming in from London and Spain and Italy, Don, that's a significant time difference to get to New York for the final. Again, I'm not Mr. You know, geography or just you know the uh, how it all the diversity of each city in the country, but I, I can't imagine you beat the tri-state area as far as the the amount of nationalities and the general interest in soccer. Uh, I can't imagine that there's a community that matches that in the, in North America. Like I said, you know, Los Angeles is very diverse, not, but I wouldn't say Dallas is to the point that New York is. But 1994, the final was at the Rose Bowl. No. Right. Well, I, they, no they, but maybe they – the, Wasn't the final at Giant Stadium? Mm-mm. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe they decided, you know what, let's – The uh, semifinal well, was at Giant Stadium. Okay. So, so the last time it was in North America was in L.A., the final, and now you do it in New York. That makes sense, right? I guess. So and that was July, still it'll be over thirty years the last time it's been here. July nineteenth, twenty twenty six, your World Cup final at MetLife Stadium, the big Venetian blind. Um, what do you guys think the what do you think it'll cost to get in the building for that game? Over a grand. Oh, Michael. I said way, over a grand. I, way, I mean it could be more. Way more than over a grand. But but that's not ticket face value, I'd say. You know, oh, I don't Super know. Bowl is two thousand dollars a ticket. My guess is it'll be a bit more than that. Which is insane. I think it could be. Well, it would be crazy if the United States, which I don't think the United States will get there. 
I think it'll be crazy no matter who it is. I don't even know that that makes it more expensive. That's what's so wild about it. I don't know. Now, um, the schedule for the World Cup was revealed on Sunday. There was a live stream. It featured Kevin Hart, Drake, Kim Kardashian, who announced that the U.S.'s first game will take place in Los Angeles. All people that just scream soccer. I mean, listen, they got to try to pull out the big guns. Oh, well, Kim Kardashian does scream soccer because her son, Saint, is obsessed with soccer. So you haven't noticed she shows up to all the big soccer stuff these days. We've talked about this on ENM before. Remember the fact that this kid has already gotten jerseys from, like, every player in the world? Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember? And we were like, how could you ever enjoy life when, when by seven years old you've been standing on the field with Mbappe? Where do you even go from there? And your dad walks around in a mask. Not to mention all the things you're going to learn about life when you realize what when you take a good look at your dad's now wife and go, wow, that is something. Um, let's talk about the group stage matches, which start on June 11th. Um, the United States will start and end their group, like I said, at SoFi Stadium. Um, and we will end up having your quarterfinal matches in Los Angeles, Miami, Kansas City, and Boston. Uh, that, uh, that's that's in the that's uh, Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. That's an interesting. By the way, Kansas City is an interesting one there. Mm. Well, they have a big. Bunch. I think they they have a they love their MLS team there. Yeah, that's part of it. Because you I would think, think so. wouldn't you think Chicago would be the the fourth there? Maybe DC, big international city. DC didn't even get it. I don't think at all. So, do you know who absolutely loves soccer? And their MLS team is huge. Is Portland. And you love Portland. I love it. Why? Never tell you. Um, nothing in Portland. Nothing. Except you got, Nike. You got Vancouver, Don. That's as close as you're getting. And Seattle. Um, you got Santa Clara, of course. The 49ers building. Levi Stadium. SoFi. Estadio Acron in Guadalajara, Mexico. You have Arrowhead. You have AT&T in Dallas. You have Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta. NRG in Houston. Uh, two more in Mexico, Monterey and Mexico City. Um, Toronto, BMO Field in Toronto. Gillette, as Michael mentioned. The link in Philadelphia. Hard Rock it's, Stadium. Wait, it's in Toronto. You know, BMO is really small. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's like you know one of the MLS stadiums, like 25,000 seats. That's wild. That's very interesting. Unless they're going to do some upgrading. I, get, I, I mean, I, I pass it all the time from the airport going to... You know, Rogers Center, it's a beautiful facility, but it seems small. I'm surprised they weren't having a World Cup there. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Well, from soccer in the U.S. to football in Brazil. Yes, Roger Goodell uh, detailed the first NFL game to be held in Brazil. Let's hear from the commissioner. Brazil is new for us this year. We are incredibly excited. We're going to do it on our kickoff weekend, which is an unusual approach and different than we've ever done. We actually are going to play it on Friday night of our kickoff weekend. Uh, So we'll have Thursday night as our kickoff game. Friday night, we'll come back from Brazil in Sao Paulo. 
the Philadelphia Eagles will be the host team. And then we'll come back with Sunday night and Monday night, and obviously a great group of games on Sunday afternoon with our two partners. So we think this is giving us an ability to access more fans, not just here in the States, but on a global basis. Oh, please. I mean, it's giving you the ability to get another streaming service at Friday Night Football. I respect the tone. I mean, he couldn't seem less excited about it because he realizes the truth is it's money. And no one cares. Unless you're in Brazil, who here cares? Games on television, doesn't matter where it's being played, you're going to watch it. But like, I think why, the, the, why should I get excited that, about a game being in Brazil? The big story of that, though, Don, is that they're playing Friday night football. So I, right. I thought they always had an unwritten rule to not step on high schools. Nah, listen, until the, until the money's right and then they, all kinds of steppage. By the I, way, um, BMO holds 30999 It's expandable to 40000 There you go. So it's not much different than, than a lot of these places they're going to play in. But... Yeah, he just couldn't sound less excited about it. And good. Because, and again, I know, go play all these games. But really, does it matter to you, Peter? Unless you're going to happen to be in Brazil or you're Brazilian, that you get to see some football. Like, what does it matter to us? If you're an Eagle fan, do you care? Do you believe in our lifetime? Hmm. Now, mine not, might not be as long. Oh, boy. That they will play football games every day of the week. No. No. You don't think so? Because we've already got Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Now Friday's in there, so all we have is Tuesday and Wednesday to get to. Well, well, Friday's not stick. We don't. Do you, we don't think Friday's sticking around. I believe that they're dipping their toe in the water, and I mean they could sell Friday. I don't know to Paramount Plus for a billion dollars. But when, it, listen, they they did play Tuesday and Wednesdays during the pandemic out of necessity. But there's just no way to really make it work. First of all, it's not that attractive Tuesday and Wednesday. Anytime I mean, I, you run an NFL game, it's going to get unbelievable ratings. I know, but it, but I just I you do have to make it work. Like on a Wednesday, you'd you'd almost have to give the team a bye. They couldn't play that Sunday, you know. So, but you're already playing Thursday, so it makes sense Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But it, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday just doesn't make sense. It might happen because of like the pandemic or a game's moved because of a blizzard or something. But having a Tuesday package, Wednesday pack that I. I'm not saying they wouldn't pay for it. I just don't think how you can make that work schedule-wise. Wouldn't that be a crazy world, though? Like, uh, it's, it's it sounds like something so basic, but imagine a world where, like, you know, uh, our kids' generation are watching football and it's on every. It's just like basketball. It's just cool. what's your schedule? You play Tuesday. You play the following Wednesday. You play. It's uh, it's 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 now. I'll say this to Michael's point. It's more reasonable to picture that now than ever before. Well, the only way I think that you could maybe have the occasional Tuesday or Wednesday if they just have an appetite of having a game on Christmas and just making it work if Christmas falls on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. But as far as consistently, I don't think it works. And I'm surprised that this is getting a lot of traction of will they ever move the Super Bowl to Saturday? That, that, that makes so no sense on so many levels. Not First moving of all, it to Saturday or not moving it? No, moving it to Saturday makes zero sense. Why? The parties would be epic. Now no. people have to go to work the next day. But first of all, Sunday is still the more free day for people, not Saturday. Ah, for a Super Bowl, they make it free. Once, but, one out of 52. The, the, one, but the also, change that needs to get made is, is the Super Bowl and the All-Star Weekend have to switch. But we but, we need Super Bowl Sunday to be a holiday. Well, the reason it, the, the reason it also makes no sense is that you know for a fact they're going to go to 18 games. So once they add a week, 
then you'll have the Super Bowl on President's Day weekends where everybody will be off on Monday. So you don't have to change it to a Saturday. They're eventually going to get 18 games or they'll just decide if they don't go to 18 games, they'll start a week later and and they'll have it be the President's Day weekend. We're only a week away from it, guys. Mm -hmm. Boys, President's Day the 19th, they're playing a Super Bowl on what, the 11th? So, yeah, we're only a week away. So once they go to 18 games or just decide to delay the start of the season for a week, we will get to that point. You don't have to do it on a Saturday. All right. Football is still meant to be on Sunday, and that's still the majority of the people. That's the one free day that you have. Except when it's on Monday and Thursday. Let's hear from the commissioner again on the Taylor Swift effect. Having the Taylor Swift effect is also a positive. Listen, they're both Travis and Taylor are wonderful young people. They seem very happy. She knows great entertainment, and I think that's why she loves NFL football. Oh, but stop it. I think it's great to have, um, have her a part of it. Uh, obviously, it, it creates a buzz. It creates uh, a, another group of young fans, particularly young women, that um, are interested in seeing why is she going to this game? Why is she interested in this game? Besides Travis, she is a football fan. And I think that's great for us. Stop. She doesn't know what's going on. And she shouldn't have to. She's there to support her boyfriend. You think she's falling in love with the game? If he played rugby, she'd be there. If indeed they'd have any kind of relationship if he was a rugby player. But Peter, you think she's falling in love with the sport? You think she's there because she's entertained by football? Or is she just watching her boyfriend play? Come on, man. Don't make something that's not. So, Peter, let me ask you this question. Yeah, I'm here. You're you're best suited to answer it. Thank you. Taylor went to Buffalo to see her boyfriend play. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't he have been at the... uh, the, Grammys? The Grammys with her? I, I, I believe it just was not doable that everyone gets into Vegas for Super Bowl week that day and you just got to be with your team. You just can't like well, roll why? out. Why? Why do you have to be with your team? Because I, you, be you don't think they go out to dinner? I'm just saying if the whole team so, travels. It's not, it's not, right. So if, they got there well before Sunday night. But if the team travels there on. Wait. they got. How do you know it when they got there? They landed like Sunday afternoon. But that's the deal. If the deal is you're with your team, then you can't just up and leave. Would that be a good look going to the Super Bowl? When did they get into Vegas? Because I'm hearing the Sunday night. I think it was night. Sunday. It was, if it was Sunday night, then that that's a, it becomes a moot point. Yes, they're, they're saying, Pusick's saying Sunday night. Well, then that's it. Um, let's hear from Travis Kelsey on Taylor Swift. Here we go, Travis. She's uh, she's unbelievable. She's uh, she's rewriting the history books herself. Uh, I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with some hardware too. I don't know if I brought too much to the game. I think I, I just go out there and have fun. You know, um, Taylor has an unbelievable fan base that uh, that follows her and supports her throughout her life, and uh, it's been fun to kind of gather the Swifties in the Chiefs' kingdom and uh, open them up to uh, the the football world and the sports world. And it's been cool to just experience all that. Nice. I'm so touched by this. Um, this will be good. Let's hear from Kadarius Tony, the always, always on top of it guy, team guy, says the right thing. Um, asked if he's the number one wide receiver on the Chiefs. You're number one receiver in this league? Yeah, if I get it, yeah. If I get the ball, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they brought him. I can't believe it. After what he said about the team, he hasn't been a great player for them. I know he had the punt return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl last year, but... Why bring them? I mean, he just eviscerated the team. Now, I and know Andy he... Reid said they were lying. 
he's a difficult guy to support. But that answer wasn't that arrogant. When you see it in print, it's like, oh, my God, he's demanding the ball. But he was laughing. And, of course, he'd be a number one receiver if you got the ball a lot, right? I mean, I think he's just – honestly, if that was anybody else, you'd be like, that's just a funny line. But because it's him, you think he's a bad guy, so you don't support it. That was a nothing burger, Peter, don't you think? Yeah, I don't think it was it was as bad as it was made out to be, for sure. Exactly, exactly. Um, he also said that his uh, attack on the Chiefs was not on the Chiefs. He said, I never attacked the Chiefs, never said anything about the Chiefs. Who I was referring to was the Giants fans and the people in my comments, my comment box, not even on my live recording. So you wouldn't even know they were there. But I was referring to them, which I shouldn't have. I just wanted to go out there. I just wanted to get my message across as far as my injury. But I shouldn't have did that at the end of the day. I'm a man, and I can accept my mistakes just like, just like I accept my wins. I'm just moving past that right now. We're trying to go out there and win the Super Bowl. Is was this, this was a Gettleman again? pick, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, another good job by uh, Dave. Not a good job I like, by I, the current regime to say, okay, we're good. You got to love the deadspin headline from nine hours ago. Kadarius Tony almost made it through Super Bowl opening night without saying something stupid. <laughs> now, what was his original comments on the the birth of his child, the, the shots he was taking? I, I, I remember he took shots. I don't remember what he – is it believable that it was at the Giants and the fans and not the Chiefs? I'd have to hear those comments again or, re, you know, heard them to me. Yeah, I'm trying to find those comments. Do you remember, Anthony? Remember, like, you just had a child. Why can't you just worry about that? The, yeah, I just remember it being like, what are you doing, bruh? Um, all right, for, more from the big day. How about um, Patrick Mahomes? Does he feel that he's become a villain in the NFL? I would say so. I, I can definitely sense it. I, I, I never felt like that because I've never been like that in my entire life. But you take uh, some pride in it to know that everybody doesn't like you. And it's not for anything you've really done. It's just for winning. So if that means some other teams and other fan bases aren't going to like me, I'll try to still have a smile on my face and, and uh, not be a bad example. But I can be that villain for them if they, if they need me to be. He had a funny line. Somebody asked him if he could imitate Kermit the Frog, and he said, I'm doing it right now. Well said, and true. Um, Andy Reid, you thinking about retiring? Am I retiring? Listen, my, my mom and dad told me this when they were working. They said, you'll know when it's time, and I'm ready to go right now. Let's go. He doesn't so, seem close to retirement to me in this moment. No. Well, well he's ready to retire, or he's ready to go, like coach? No, no he, I assume he meant ready no, to go. I, I, don't, I don't know what his parents did for a living. But I remember my dad. My dad would have retired like in thirty seconds if he could. <laughs> he just he didn't want to work anymore. You know, I, I think he liked being an electrician. But when he said, "Dad, when are you going to retire? When it's time? When there's enough money to retire?" I think he was ready to do it the second he started. Our dad's had the same job. Isn't that weird? Yeah, he worked at PSENG as an electrician and did a bunch of other stuff. Did you ever the, wear the PSENG uh, shirt that I'm I got? still? Well, I'm still trying. It, it's a long sleeve T-shirt, so I can't. I don't feel comfortable wearing it to the gym. There'll be a moment. I'm not going to wear it on the air. I'm not Peter. Um, oh, that well, was out of no, you for no a, ran, a random old throwback buddy, swipe, buddy. Wow. No, but, you don't but, deserve that. You didn't. You're why, not right. That's a why you you would be somebody that wouldn't care about wearing a. PSC. I wouldn't wear a PSENG t-shirt. I wouldn't wear a PSENG t-shirt on the air. Come on, that's a, you're a bad but guy. That'll do you would wear. No, I don't wear t-shirts anymore. How, how dare you? That'll do it for ENN, brought to you really? by Security Dodge. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com during their starting something new sales event. 
That was a quick goodbye. I still see we have 57 seconds Yeah, what's left going on? Well, I first of all... <laughs> You got caught between stories, right? I got caught between stories. I was going to play you guys some audio from George Kittle, but then we started going down the PSENG rabbit hole and we made the clip too long. And, you know, when I cut it too close, I get yelled at for missing the time. And, you know, I'm trying to do the best I can. And, and you got donned. And then I got donned. You, I, I'm always, Donda, if you will. He came right after me. So Dan Grosser will take over for a That's quick right. half-hour show. And then we have the pregame show for the Knicks. And I'm going to the Knicks game. I'll see you guys later. You are going. Good. Yeah, have a I'm, good, great time. I'm going to celebrate I'm going to celebrate Mike Breen and uh, Clyde Frazier. And, you're going to go uh, say hi? Uh, yeah, you should say hello. Sure, Thank I will. You, you try on. to go You try to go courtside. They'll tase you, take you out. <laughs> well, I don't think oh so. God. Yeah, you can't get near them. In the words of Billy Joel, life is a series of hellos and goodbyes. I'm afraid it's time for goodbye again. See everybody. Have a wonderful night. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.